Now, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit enabled them. At that time, there were people from all over the world staying in Jerusalem for the festival, hearing the sound. A great crowd came together, bewildered, because each person heard their own language. These men are from Galilee, they said. How is it that we can hear them in our own language? We can hear them declaring the wonders of God. So now the disciples had been given what God had promised them, what Jesus had promised them when he was with them, that he would send them the Holy Spirit and that because of the Holy Spirit, they would have the words, they would be enabled, they'd have the authority and the power to go out and do what Jesus had commanded them to do, to love one another and to teach others to love one another too. Remember, there weren't many of them. We don't know how many there were in the upper room, certainly more than 12, but they weren't a huge army of people. But from that moment on, they began to do that. As the Spirit enabled them, they worshipped God. They sang the praises of God, and that was communicated to the people around them. Later, they began to do the other thing that Jesus had said. They began to teach other people about Jesus, explaining what he'd done, talking about his miracles and performing his miracles too. This was the beginning of an almighty movement, a movement of God which couldn't have happened if the Holy Spirit hadn't been there. And the really great news is that this wasn't just for those disciples then. This is for these disciples now. We too can be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can do the work that Jesus wants us to do. And it's gonna be different for different people. The job you do in sharing God's love is going to be different from the job I do because you've got different skills from me. You've got a different circle of friends from me. God is going to put different people on your heart to love and to worship with and to teach and to encourage and to love. But you're not going to be asked to do it on your own. The Holy Spirit is going to be there to help and to guide. And if you, as children, talk to some of the adults around you, to mums and dads, 
to grandparents, to other people in the church, they'll tell you what it's like to be filled with the Holy Spirit and what it's like to be able to speak out his words in all kinds of, of ways. Leslie's been putting together a worship video where she asked you to send in your videos of how you worship God. And there are all kinds of things you're going to see here. You're going to see people playing music. You're going to see people who have made things which they can share with others using their skills in craft to be able to share the love of God with people who don't know and who need to know or people in need. You're going to see people who are out on the streets at night talking to people who've come out of pubs and clubs. You're going to see people going away to other countries. We've got several missionaries who have gone to foreign places in our congregation. Talk to them and they'll tell you about their experiences. So here we have just a selection of the ways that Christchurch worships God and shows love for other people just as he commanded. <laughs> 